Thank you for joining us on Activate Kingdom Business with your show host, Anthony Denardis. And Jeff Tomas. Kingdom business means to seeking God glorified through every aspect of business. What about you, Anthony? To willfully and willingly surrender your business to God at all costs. Let's activate this, Jeff. Let's do it. Hey, thank you so much for joining us here in episode number niner with the Activate Kingdom Business Podcast. I have the pleasure of being in the same room in sunny Southwest Florida with the man, Jeff Tomas. I'm on your show hosts, Anthony Denardis, and we got a special guest, Chris Hanks, who's sitting over here. You won't hear much from him, but he might chime in with some scripture, potentially. So, Jeff, what's going on? You're taking off your suit coat. I'm taking off the coat. What are you getting ready to do? I don't know. He's getting all excited about this. Today's topic is going to be on if you are a believer and you apply for a job or you're going to work with a business and you know for a fact that they are non-Christian based, what do you do? That's the question. Jeff, first thing that comes to mind. First thing that comes to my mind, Anthony, would be really uh, to go in there and to dominate that space. Uh, and, and, and what I mean dominate is to go in there and uh, bring the light of Christ into that workspace and uh, ultimately, you know, our our one of our main objectives should be really to win people uh, to to Christ and to be able to walk into an environment that whether it's the business owner or all the employees aren't Christians yet. How do you be the hands and feet of Christ in that space and represent God in in the best way possible? Okay, here's a, here's a uh, wrench. I'm going to whip in a, at you here. What if they just literally go Psh, stop? You will lose your job. If you try to say that word again, faith word, what, what are you going to do then? Very, and if you need the job, you need the job, you, you have, you, there's, there's kids, you, your, your spouse, you need this job. And they're like, please stop talking about religion and politics. That's not welcome here. Well, I would easily you know, answer to that where, where, where my mind goes right away is that you don't necessarily have to open your mouth to preach the gospel. Right. You know, and to be measured in deeds. You know, and I, I said this before on one of our previous podcasts that is a quote from uh, St. Francis of Assisi. He said that preach the gospel, and then he said, use words when necessary. So just by our very deeds and our actions on how we speak to our coworkers, you know, how do we treat our boss, the, uh, the integrity at which we do our business, our daily work, that should speak to the gospel of Christ more so than just our words because there's so many so-called Christians out there that want to, you know, preach scripture, want to get up on a soapbox on a street mm -hmm. corner, tell right. everyone they're going to hell, right. uh, how bad and evil they are, and then they go home, get drunk, beat their wife behind closed doors, and, you know, God sees it all. So I really believe that, that you know, walking out daily with high level of integrity in your workplace, whether it's a place that edifies Christ or isn't, that mm -hmm. it's our duty to change that environment. So if they're telling you to shut, just to shut your mouth, don't say that word, don't bring that in, just by deed, just by doing, Can the I light's going to go ahead and shine through. Go ahead, Chris. Chris is joining us here. Thank you for joining us here in episode number nine of the Activate Kingdom Business Podcast. We've got Chris Hanks here, guest speaker. Yeah, We're all live here in sunny Southwest Florida. Chris, yeah, thanks for having me. No, I would like to uh, just, just add, because it is... It is a great blessing when you see people that come to know the Lord and they get extremely zealous. And uh, you know, I've seen I've seen some of these these people. They'll go in. You know, they might be a checkout counter at Walmart, and everybody that comes down, they want to tell them about Jesus. Tell them about Jesus. Well, the place of employment says, yeah, that's not what you're here for. 
And that goes into exactly what you're saying, Jeff, is that you don't have to do it by words. You can do it by deeds. You can do it by your smile. You can do it by your, your uh, kindness. Because reality is when somebody hires you, whether it's at Walmart or whether it's in a position, it is not per se to be a preacher. There are positions out there for that. However, I always tell my employees, always pray for the opportunity to open. But know that when that, when that customer comes to you, they're not coming to you for that. Right. And that kind of goes into a little bit of what you're saying. So let's, let's, let's go deeper here. What reinforces the behavior? So if you're feeling a certain way, you're not speaking about it, but yet you're showing it. What reinforces that you're doing the right thing? Like what feeling would you have? Like if we're sitting here right now and if, if someone's standing with us, for them to see that you are a man of, a man of faith. What, what reinforcement are we getting? Is it what feeling are we getting? Because we do as humans, from the human, from you know, the base on earth here, we do need to have a pat on the shoulder. We need to have someone telling us that we're doing something right. So what would reinforce the behavior in a subconscious way? Well, I, I would, you know, my mind always goes back to that, at least how I see feelings. And I always tell my wife and us this, that your feelings don't count. Right, right. <laughs> because ultimately they're chemical reactions. Right. Because you know there's no way to base a decision on uh, on an emotion or a feeling that could change five minutes later. So I always come back to what the Word of God says, and in Proverbs 11, chapter three, it says the integrity of the upright guides them, but the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity. So that first portion of that scripture is that the integrity of the upright guides them. So. I don't necessarily have to go by an emotion or a feeling, but right. as long as I'm walking with integrity uh, and focusing on the Word of God, I know I'm doing the right thing. Go ahead and define here duplicity. Being, Why is that word being used? Being double-minded with things. Example. Yeah. Well, example. Like give an example. Give an example right. of something. Because I'm thinking. I mean, I'm going internal here, saying, "Am I doing that?" Because I'm very vocal and. Um, that's how that's how I chat out, or you know, I don't know how people are seeing and and knowing how I'm walking in faith here. So, I'm vocal about it, and I want to be vocal. I don't, I just the way I am. So you know, so again, I I'm I'm just going internally to seeing if I'm doing it the right way or not. So, give me an example. Well, I'll even you know go back to an example I used just a couple minutes ago about the guy who's on the street corner on a soapbox telling everyone reading scriptures and and preaching to everyone as they're walking by, and then, not, then going home at night and, and doing something different, and, and going home and, and living a life that's contradictory hypocrisy. hypocrisy. That's okay. exactly what it is. Like, and gotcha. you know, I had uh, two younger advisors in my office this morning going over some training with them, and for a while, I was strictly focused on hiring someone between 30 and 45 years old married with kids and I had to have these two young people in my office one is 21 one is 23 and they're doing a phenomenal job and I had to apologize mm. because I was wrong like the millennial age there are some extremely hard work and dedicated individuals there but Absolutely. for a while I didn't even want to talk to them so you know what? I had to apologize and that was me having integrity in the workplace and I was wrong you guys are doing a great job, right. and so coming back to being, you know, double-minded, it's it's having as close to the mind of Christ as possible. And when we do fail, do the mistakes, man up, or woman up, admit it, you know, apologize for it, and then move forward. Don't make it again, or do your very best, right, not to do it again. Here's another issue: um, you're working at a place of business for multiple years, and then you find out that your business that you've been involved in is not ethically working as as the word says you know says so what does an individual do 
Um, I I haven't encountered that, but I'm saying you know I mean I mean I haven't looked hard you know at it, but um, I know personally I mean how how I would handle that. I, that would that would that would be a tough a tough call if I plan to stay if I plan to do any more work with that company. But um, obviously as you're working in a place you know you're you're there for years. Um, you you know you need the dollars coming in. You got to support you know um, kids, the wife, tithe. Um, but you know that the boss or the team that you're with are not ethically working right. What do you do? Do you bring it to their attention? Do you prey upon it? Do you understand that you can't walk with this alone? Do you bring God into the scenario? I mean, what what should someone do? Well, first off, I would say that God should always be in the scenario. And um, you know, if if you know, and if I if I were to put myself in that exact situation, I would look at a few things. Like number one, does the owner of the company, the CEO, the supervisor, whoever is your your whoever you answer to, are they aware of the situation? Right. You know. And then, secondly, once they are aware of the situation, is it okay with them? You know. But it could be. It's different. You know when. The ethical, when that comes up, it could be, are they breaking the law? Are they doing something that the business doesn't want them to do or just not acting in faith? You know what I'm saying? Meaning, meaning someone could be having an affair on their wife at the workplace. They're not breaking the law. Right. The, you know, they might allow you to have guests after hours in your office space. You're not breaking any rules with work, but you're sitting. You see what I'm saying? So say, <clears throat> say you, you come across that and you find out that. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, like where, where well, is that line? Where, well, I think like oh. if your coworker's cheating on her wife, it gives you an opportunity to pray with them and to kind of speak some life into that situation. But you know, not gonna get fired over that unless they're breaking a rule, of course. But the rule allows right. them to have guests. And right, guests. and you know, to really, you know, where my mind goes is focusing more on like if if your if your direct supervisor asks you to compromise your integrity to purposefully do something that you know is either immoral unethical or illegal what do you do right you know knowing and for example you know someone on on my team a younger guy 29 years old three kids good christian young man who is it um, no, 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 no. <laughs> i'm not, <laughs> not going to say his name uh, but he did work for a government agency um, and uh, they wanted him to falsify documents saying Ouch. that certain things were done safety protocols were see, followed see that yeah you know and he he did sign it because he was afraid he, right. of losing his job. The pressure. He had, to, he had to support his family. He had a job to do. But to, yeah. after that, the conviction of the Holy Spirit was so deep on him, he started yeah. seeking other employment. Yeah. And that's when we connected. My wife introduced me to um, him because they were in a homeschool. His wife's in a homeschool network. But he's, he's with us now. And talk about integrity and a life lesson he learned. It's such a slippery slope, though, because you, yeah. know, you have to provide. You have to bring in the dollars. You have to do stuff just to survive in life. But if we become, you know, so obsessed with that, then we we will sign that document. We will say, you know what? Ah, but if you slip once, what happens? You know, you know, usually the smaller sin goes to bigger. And you know, God always says, if right. I can't trust you with small ones, I can't trust you with big things. Right. It's vital. It's vital to just handle those small things. You got some scripture there. For right. You. I mean, it, I think it's 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 in Matthew, and I don't. Maybe Chris could chime in with this too. In Matthew, where uh, Jesus talked about, look at the birds of the air. 
All right, they don't store up for tomorrow. Right. Yet God provides for them. Mm-hmm. How much more does Jesus love us than the birds? Right. Surely He will provide. Right. You know, um, I think it's maybe Matthew six or seven, somewhere in there. It's about the ravens too. You know, you know, they're not they're not concerned about well, how they're dressed. Why are we so concerned about that as well? You know, nice suit. Jeff's wearing a great suit right now today. So thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> but again, again, like if that's becoming the priority of your life over. You know, the other things we're saying is that we're going to chase that, chase the money, chase that, you know, to well, compromise being, our faith. Being concerned, because in that scripture, he does talk about, you know, fear and not. And he's saying, listen, I provide for these guys. I provide for these. Don't focus. On, li- li- listen, just fulfill my kingdom and I'll provide every bit of electricity you need. I'll provide the bills that have to be covered. Don't worry. Do I not clothe the lilies of the field? What, is it, what, do, you, what do you mean by f- fear in not? Like, don't worry about anything. Yeah, like you have don't people be every day they're so concerned, uh, you know, like I can't, I, I can't give to this or I can't tithe or I don't have time to give because I'm so, I have to make sure my bills are just paid. Right. And I get that pressure and I get the stress. I was there. We've all been there. It's a part of life when you're growing into things. Mm-hmm. But that being said, he said in in a scripture, 365 times God said, don't be afraid in some form or fashion. That's one for every day because yeah. he knows that every day brings a fear to us. 365. And it is the devil's job to put that fear in you. Mm-hmm. When God gives you a promise, it's his job to make sure that promise does not get fulfilled. So don't be discouraged. When God gives you a promise, you push into that promise. There'll always be a problem with that promise. Right. And if you push through that problem, you'll see the provision on the other side. That's the three P's of life. Promise, pro- uh, a problem, and then provision. Right. There you go. He about summed that up, Jeff. Do you have any more questions? Because we're going to end this episode quite early. We've been going for 13 <laughs> minutes. you got a, a scripture that you want to go yeah, ahead and Yeah, I guess we, we, can, we can close out on a, a, a Proverbs. And Proverbs is such a powerful book, Anthony. And, you know, it, it's not a huge commitment a day. You can actually do a read one proverb a day. There's 31 proverbs. So mm-hmm. you can do it according to the date. So, like, today is the 7th of November. Or you can do Proverbs 7 all the way through the month and it's a really good track so I've been doing that for well over 10 years so in Proverbs 10 or Proverbs 10 verse 9 it really talks about the things that we've been speaking about in this at this episode and it says this that uh, whoever walks in integrity walks securely but whoever takes a crooked path will be found out you know, and it's, it's very clear. Whoever takes a crooked path, guess what? You're going to get busted at yes, some point. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. You know, you know we, all, we all speak about that, too. And I'm sure these episodes evolve. We'll get more into our life stories and things that we've been going through. And it's not saying that you're going to get exposed through the news press and all these things. But you're going to get exposed in some kind of capacity. It's going to be internal. It's going to be through faith. It's going to be with spouses, with parents, with friends. But, yeah, you ultimately always get exposed or it brings you down to rock bottoms as we all been so those stories will come out i know we we've all us three we've all talked about that in depth um but it is very very true so uh, that's about all i got here i know jeff's got to run to some appointments we got work to do but we want to make time for god and um make time to just see each other here i'll be flying back out to north carolina in a couple hours Uh, awesome hey looking forward to the next episode and maybe some of the um topics we can kick around um is how to operate optimal level spiritual health physical health mental health i definitely want to get a little more desire above all things you be in health and prosperous even as your soul prospers it's good the holy spirit said i desire above all things i think that's first john four okay yeah 
I'm terrible at the addresses. Me too. <laughs> yeah, so we could definitely maybe dig into that the next episode. And hey, thank you guys again for leaving all those amazing uh, reviews on the podcast. Really appreciate it. And feel free to share this with uh, with other business people or people that could be impacted with it. All right, we'll see you next in episode number 10 of the Activate Kingdom Business Podcast with the show hosts Anthony Denardis, Jeff Tomas, and guest here, Chris Hanks. Maybe we'll get you guys together to do one or two, and I can chime in a little bit and figure something out. But we'll be on to the next very soon. Stay blessed and have a fantastic day. It's like another episode of Activate Kingdom Business is in the books, Jeff. Our hope is that you were able to find value in what we discussed today. Now it's up to you to go activate.